You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors while we're all locked up in this quarantine. Um, adorable memes and really cute selfies. So I'm really excited because today's guest is probably going to bring some heat. She's probably one of the most controversial housewives of New Jersey, next to like Danielle Staub and Siggy Flicker. She and her husband were definitely in the hot seat quite a bit throughout their season. The twins may have pulled out some of her hair, but I can't wait to pick her brain. Please welcome Amber Marchese. Hi, how are how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Yeah, I mean, definitely cooped up, but you know, it's not bad. It's not the end of the world. We're just uh, we're hanging and uh, we're having fun, you know, with my kids and everything. So. Yeah. Powering through. How are you guys coping? What yeah. are, you, are you guys playing a lot of board games? Are you doing a lot of cleaning? I can, I'm in a, a high rise apartment here in downtown LA, so I can see all into my neighbors' lives, and I can see them reorganizing their cabinets. I've seen them wash their couches <laughs> four times. Like everybody's in clean mode. Yeah. Well, I'm looking through your Instagram, and you're freaking hysterical. Like <sighs> I have to do the Corona drink. The wait, what was the Corona seed? See you next Tuesday. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I am so making that drink. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Um, to answer your question, we you know, my kids are in homeschool, so we have a lot of uh, schoolwork to do that they would normally be getting done in in school. You know, we're doing it out, and it's not bad. Playing a lot of um, uh, what is that like Texas Hold'em, and I've learned a lot of new games. Um, exercising a lot with my kids, running around, just you know, just honestly enjoying the time together we've had some really rough days where we're just we all look at each other and we're like "Ooh, that was pretty rough today maybe tomorrow will be better <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we lost we lost patience with one another <laughs> so. i know it's just me in my apartment and i'm losing patience with myself on some of these days like it's just <laughs> the days just don't i don't even know what day it is anymore or what what hour it is all the all my meals sure. and all my my schedule is just morphed into one long uh, one long groundhog's day <laughs> Now, what is the deal out there? Can you like is like can you like go out at all, or is it like you have to stay home? Everything is shut down, with exception for markets, pharmacies, and liquor stores, which is great because we've okay, been keeping so the liquor here, stores. Yeah, here. so um, yeah, we're allowed to leave, but there's like nothing open other than you know market runs, and even then the lines are like crazy because they have to have like a six foot distance, so. People are really just walking their dogs a lot. Like these poor dogs. I've oh seen people God. go on these walks and they're like dragging their dogs at this point because they're probably so tired of walking. <laughs> they're like, I don't want to walk anymore. Thank God they kept over the, the liquor stores because it was rumored that they were going to shut them down. And that would really make me question humanity at this point. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's the like, only thing that's going to quarantine us. And you're taking away our liquor? Okay, now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> no, with one good thing, I guess, because they know that we love our alcohol here in LA. So now they allowed restaurants to deliver drinks to us. So you can order food That's and drinks wonderful. from the restaurant, and then they'll deliver it straight to you. But no, I went to the liquor store yesterday, 
and I I got like a case of White Claw just because I was tired of making my own cocktails at this point. And I took it up to the counter and he's like, is this all you're getting? And I'm like, yes, this is all I'm getting. I don't need any more toilet paper. My refrigerator is stocked. Just give me my drinks. (laughs) That is so funny. Um, so yeah, so what else, what else, uh, is going on? Do you have any, uh, I'm an open book. So if you want to know anything about the season, I can, yes, I I can, I can go ahead and tell you anything you want to know. Well, before we dive into your old Jersey seasons, I want to know if you've kept up with the show since you left. Cause you came on, I think in season six and I want to say we're now, we just finished season 10. So we, it's been a few years since we've seen you. Have you followed any of the, the recent seasons? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, no. I never even watched the show when I was on. So <laughs> that's the honest truth. I didn't watch the show then, and I don't watch the show now. But you know, I do follow. Uh, if you hear construction in the background, I'm sorry. Uh, I do follow the you know the the social media handles for the show. So I, I'll see what's going on. You know, via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, I'll kind of catch wind. But other than that, no, I'm probably so far from it. It's, it's pretty bad. So how did you end up getting cast on the show then? Was it because what we saw in your season is that you had a relationship with Melissa prior to you joining the show. But how did they actually, how did production find you and what was that casting process like? Sure. So I was in acting school and I started putting my resume out there and I started getting these like small little parts here and there. Um, you know, and I, I could go down a list of things that you probably saw me on, but I, I didn't really want to go into the whole reality TV thing, but they approached me and they didn't tell me what it was for like three months of interview. They, um, they never told me to show that they were trying to get me to go on. And then at the, like, the, you know, they, they, they passed me. They were like, yes. So I got the contract. I said, real housewives of New Jersey. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And, and I knew Melissa was on that show and, you know, I was friends with her in my, you know, early twenties. And, uh, I know she, she was, she went through hell on that show, you know, mm-hmm. and I was very hesitant on going on, you know, but then I was like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> my husband was like, only, if you, you know, I'll do it if only you want to do it. And I was like, you know, let's just give it a try. And, uh, that was that. I didn't realize how brutal it was going to be. Honestly, very naive going in. Um, I really wish I would have done my homework a lot more than I did. Uh, I, you know, just even about just the whole dynamic of the show and how, you know, production has such a part in it. And, and honestly, the role of Teresa Giudici and, and, and how, you know, how far back she goes with the show that she really runs that show and everything that, you know, goes along with it. So was your husband part of the casting process? Cause I feel like they made him a big part of your season as well. Did they have any like um, interviews with him before the show where they were kind of, you know, where they would have known that they would have made, made you guys the, the villains of your season. Um, I don't remember if they did a, an interview with him specifically. I don't think they did. It, it was more of like written you know, just how he would answer. Listen, I know for a fact that they do their, their homework. Yeah. You know, they, they know, they know everything about us before we're even put on that show. So, um, and I, and I think just Jim in general, um, he's, he, he's the worst for that show. He just, 
he'll, he'll, he's, he's not, you can't control him. You can't tame him. He will say anything he wants to say. And he is exactly opposite of Andy Cohen in every way, shape and form. He's opposite of every liberal, you know, ideology out there. He's literally the stark contrast of any type of thought like that. So I don't know if they knew that right from the start and they're like, we're going to, we're going to kill this kid. Um, or they found that going along. I'm not sure, but, uh, it was it was a recipe for disaster right from the beginning. Do you ever find yourself being like, Jim, why did you say that? And like, you know, getting a little frustrated with him sometimes too because he is so unfiltered? Absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely. I'm like, do you not understand the show that we're on? Like, do you, do you, do you, can you play at all? Like, no, you can't. He, there was no, you could never fake the funk. He, he would never take direction and orders from anybody. Like they, you know, production, the problem with production is that production had an idea of, of where they're going with our storyline right from the beginning. Right. And even though we knew we were getting sucked right from the beginning, like right out of the gate, we knew that there was nothing we could do about it. There was nothing we could say, or Jim could be like seriously feeding the hungry, like with his hand, bare hands. And they would have found a way to make him look bad. And there was, that's just the way it is. That's just, and, and it was it was very frustrating to go through because we knew that we knew that there was nothing that we could do to to, to help us to fix us, especially after the first season. I mean, it was we with I mean with just one season. With one season, it's like you don't you don't even have like a second to you know to kind of like do a little cleanup. Yeah. And it was like always thought like they were they were telling me that you know don't worry about this season even if you look bad. You know, you'll come back for a second season and you'll, and they use, and typically production usually doesn't hammer you twice. Right. To like two seasons in a row. That's what we were being told. And, uh, you know, so, but unfortunately we didn't go back. There was Jim, there, Jim literally would have, Jim would have never went back for, not for any reason. What was the moment during filming when you knew, oh, we're going to be the ones in the hot seat this season. They're going to flip this on us. Yeah, when everyone started going against us and like all of a sudden I wasn't able to film with anybody. I couldn't like, I couldn't defend myself. You know, if, if the twins were mad at me, I was like, I don't even understand why they're mad at me. Like there was, there were so many like, weird things going on. I knew the twins were working with Melissa and, you know, and then Teresa was, you know, working against, you know, kind of trying to be my friend, but yet working behind the cameras to kind of screw me over. It was, I just knew that I was literally at one point and on an island by myself, and I had no ally whatsoever. The minute I felt like I had no ally, I knew it was over for me. So do you think it's more of the cast that kind of bands together behind the scenes, or is it more of the, the, the direction production wants to take the show in? Or is it a combination of both, and you were just getting it from both sides? I was, it's a combination of both, and I was getting it from both sides. I think sometimes it takes a life of its own, um, from from the cast members behind the scenes, uh, and also their their um, desire, like the twins wanted to kind of you know step on me to get to the nevel- next level. They felt if they befriended Melissa or Teresa, then it would solidify their position on the show. So fuck Amber. Amber doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. She's a first timer. I'm gonna just you know I, my allegiance to her doesn't matter, right? My allegiance to Melissa or Teresa is going to make sure that I'm on the next season. Right. It's almost was that like a, you know, like a, like a brought me off the island type deal, you know? And, um, 
And then, you know, and then at the same time, production also has their writing that they're, that they're, that they, the storyline that they want to um, delve into more. So it's definitely a combination. What did you think that they missed about you and your family on the show? Like, I'm, cause I know there's like a ton of footage that ends up on the, the cutting room floor. What do you it's think they important. didn't get? What do you think that they didn't portray accurately about you guys? <sighs> Good question. You know, I don't think there's, it's so difficult to be yourself on that show because you're putting these, these certain circumstances that, you would never be in, right? Like I would, I just got attacked down in the basement. I'm right. certainly not going to go hang out and, and go get bagels and coffee with you the next day. Right, right, it right. ain't happening. You know, like I'd be like, you're a fucking psycho. I'm, I'm pressing charges against you because you attacked me. You invited me over and then you attacked me. Right. Like, like this, is, this is nuts. This is insanity. But you can't, you have to, you have to show up the next day at work. So you're literally sitting, just, it, it just was, it was the realest, it was the fakest, realest, world alter universe that ever existed so there's no possible i'm not first of all i don't like arguing i don't like fighting so i just don't in my like it actually like everything in me just just ugh, i can't i feel icky inside and it's just not my personality so there's no possible way that that you guys could have ever really seen me because just the very nature of me sitting and arguing with someone and and fighting over the most stupid shit ever was just not me. I'm like, I'm like, I watch, Oh my God. I watched these girls. I, uh, uh, just the recent, um, you know, episode or there was the, um, the end of the season thing where they're sitting down. What is that called? The reunion. The reunion. Yes. I'm like sitting there going like, are these girls serious? Like girls, women don't behave like this. Yeah. This, this is, this is not real. Like, why are these screaming at each other like that? These are supposed to be friends. Friends don't, dream women don't behave like that and that's i mean that's why like i don't think you could ever have gotten a real me because i don't think i could ever act like that i mean i see people flipping tables in restaurants all the time sure right. they do <laughs> <laughs> no with no repercussions whatsoever like no not, not like, at all off <laughs> no they they come out of prison with a, a million dollar paycheck ready in the bank for them and a reality show exactly exactly <laughs> So how did you guys find out that you weren't going to be back for a second season? Did they let you go or you just never got a contract or how did that work? Jim made it very known to them that they were not going to go forward. And they were, there was actually supposed to be a lawsuit that Jim was, Jim, like he did a preliminary lawsuit, went into NBC. And then once that happened, they, they were like, not going to go forward with us. We weren't going forward with them. And that was that. I mean, once you start threatening lawsuits and anything like that, it's yeah. pretty much done. If they gave you a really good paycheck to return, would you have come back for a second season? No, Jim, my husband is successful and we don't need that type of, listen, I was, I didn't, I didn't particularly like being infamous as you know, cause those girls are not like, you know, JLo famous. They're infamous. They, right. they have like, they're, they're typecasted in this little world that, uh, you know, it's just, it's just that little world. And I just didn't like the attention that I brought. It, I, it was an awful feeling. I was constantly getting hammered. My life felt like I was, it was, it was just all over the place. And I just didn't, I, I was, I was literally PR's worst nightmare. They'd call up and say, can you be here? Can you be here? I'm like, I'm a homebody. I'm like, yeah. no, 
I got to be home with my kids. I can't do that. It's during the week. I have to take my kids to school. You know, I just, it just wasn't for me. I just learned a lot about myself. I always thought I wanted to be, you know, out in, in the public eye like that. And, you know, you find out that it, whether that's really true. And uh, it wasn't for me. I just, it just wasn't for me at all. Do you still get residuals from old episodes that you were in? Or is it you just get paid an upfront salary and then they can pretty much use your image in future episodes as much as they want? It's the second one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you still get to be the villain for years to come with all the times that they re-air that season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can. And I don't get paid for that. No. Wow. So what do you think yeah. what do you think are the misconceptions about the other girl? So you were on with Melissa who's still on the show, Teresa who's still on the show, the twins aren't, Dina's mm-hmm. not. What do you think about mm-hmm. Melissa and Teresa on camera versus your experience with them behind the scenes? Well, first of all, it was it was a it was probably a very hard time for Teresa. Uh, so I don't think I probably got a good glimpse of who Teresa was because she was dealing dealing with her criminal, uh, you know, her criminal trial. That that took a lot of her her spark away, you know. So I don't know if I really got a. I know that that Teresa did a lot of stuff behind the cameras against the twins. You know, that whole storyline with the mom and you know, that really creepy thing in the mom and Reno. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. She's the one who brought that all out. Teresa. She was the one, but then, but then sat there like acting surprised. Like she just first, you know, heard that for the first time ever. That was a bunch of shit. Crock of shit. She absolutely knew where we were going. We were going out to long Island. We were going out there. So, um, that blonde could tell me the story and bring it all out on camera. Mm. Right. Uh, so she knows how to play the game. She yeah. knows how to be ruthless. She will, she will do anything and everything that she has to do to, to, uh, keep her position on the show. Now, as far as Melissa goes, um, I don't really have anything to say. I mean, she's, I mean, she's just, um, she's just there to do her job, I guess. I mean, yeah. kind of uneventful in every shape, way, and form, to be honest with you. That's what I've been reading from the fans online. And the the response from Melissa seems to be they're a little underwhelmed by her, her storylines every season. Like this season, her storyline was that she turned 40 and she wanted to, she wasn't sure if she wanted to have another kid. So she went in to see if, you yeah. know, she could eat if her eggs were still, you know, ready to have another baby if she wanted to have that option. And she was considering freezing her eggs. And a lot of people think that her storylines just feel disingenuous. I always felt that way too. I mean, the whole, you know, when I was on the season with her, it was that truck that, you know, truck that she, that, that Joe was doing. It was like recycling, you know, government papers or something. It just seemed so bizarre. No one would allow that guy on any government based recycling, you know, high profile, you know, government official papers. It's just not happening. And it just, it just definitely seemed disingenuous at the time. Uh, and uh, the, the pizzeria scene disingenuous. I mean, I know her her store is still in existence, so that was the success. That's good. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I agree. I, I definitely her personality in general, I would say, is you know, uh, it's underwhelming. 
<laughs> so you so you brought up the the Reno affair from your season. Was there any truth? To, that was what Teresa's husband. Was there any truth to the rumors that it was that he hooked up with? Was it her mother? Her her mom. Yeah, yeah. Was there any um, truth to I, those rumors, or was that I kind of like a production? Times that it was true, but I mean, when I look at them, I'm like, there's no freaking way. I can't. I can't imagine. Like, I just can't imagine it. My brain won't allow me to go there. <laughs> yeah. Do you still it's talk? Do you Listen, still talk to the whether twins? Whether it's true or not true, I have to be honest with you. It's their problem. That yeah. the fact that that was even brought on camera yeah. was pretty was poor. Like, you don't you don't do that. Like, clearly that was. If that was true, which I I don't know if it is or not, but you let that family just, it's an old, that's something old and deep rooted and let it go. Don't bring in someone's mother like that. Yeah. Uh, just, it was just pretty bad. It was a, such an awkward season. It was Why would an, they do that? Like, it was. What would possess them to do that? That's just not even entertaining. That's like, oh, weird. Do you think that that was like a production plant to like make that part of the storyline? Yes. Yeah. Oh, plant? What do you mean plant? Like it was not. Like you mean they like, planted, the whole, like, like they, they concocted this up? Yeah. To like make it a no, more. That, no, I definitely know the rumor was there prior to. That was not like written in by the writers. No. Like that story, that was truly a rumor way before Housewives. Ah. Do you still talk yeah. to the twins at all? That's 100%. Or have you had any communication with... Do you still talk to the twins or have you had any communication with no. any of the cast since then? No. Not, I talked to Jackie, but we I unfortunately didn't get a chance to work with her. And I talked to Robin Leviano. She, she was on for a brief moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, not sure if you remember her, but I talk, I'm really good friends with her, actually. Jackie, Jacqueline Larita? But Jacqueline Larita and then Robin Levy. Yeah. I like Jacqueline. I've I've gotten to know her well through her son. I did a lot of work in the autism um, world, and she supported our charity a lot. And I worked with her on a lot of different events. And she's really sweet. She's oh, another one. Awesome. Yeah, she's another one that I she's, think got like a lot of heat for the edits that they would um, put on the show. I agree. I agree. And um, she is as real as you get. She's very sweet, very kind. I uh, and. The fact that she could get any bad as it always amazes me because she is that she's a she's a, what you see is what you get. She's a good person. She is, she is like a real sweetheart. Anybody like she's so bubbly and fun that like to see that side of her on the mm-hmm. show is just so out of character yeah. for her. Agreed. Agreed. It brings out the worst. I'll tell you, I'm, the whole thing just brings out the worst in everybody I because. Believe- you know, it just, you're put in these situations that were your, I mean, oh, this girl, Jen, I mean, you hear her go and her voice and I just can't, I, I can't watch it. Were you surprised? Does it give you, does okay. it give you stress and anxiety watching this or does it make you happy? You know, for me, it, it gives me a little stress and anxiety, but it's like a nice break from like my normal everyday stress and anxiety that it's like a little escape. You know, it's like when it's like guys that play video games and they're playing these like war video games like that, I'm sure gives them stress yeah. and anxiety. But it's like, you know, it's fun for them. I like watching the table flips. So, so I am like not that. I guess that's why I should have probably really, really thought a lot harder going on the show. It's like. My goal right now and my general sense in my life is, this is so corny, I know it, but it's to elevate my 
soul, like to make it of a higher existence to, Mm -hmm. to be a better person. And I can't imagine, like when I was on there, I was everything in opposition of that. You know, you're, you're basically a base fucking animal acting like a base animal on a show with other women, destroying other women's lives, destroying other women and bringing them down. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I, that's why I just hate it. I did not enjoy being on that show on any level. What did you expect the show was going to be when you joined the cast? Like what was, what did you think you were going, you were signing up for? Oh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more fun. Like I knew that there was going to be some arguments and we, you know, we're going to get at it, but it was, I was in the acting realm. So I'm thinking like we would argue like on camera and then be off camera being like, Hey, you know, that was really fun. You know, like, uh, let's go, let's go have some coffee or something, or let's go have a drink off camera. But it wasn't, it was like whatever went on camera carried over into every aspect of the, of our lives. And it was like, it was like real deal when we were going through it. I mean, it seemed like your season, your season was wild. It really was. Yeah. Were you surprised when yeah. Teresa ended up leaving Joe and all the, you know, the end of their marriage kind of happened publicly when he was released from prison? So what is going on? So like, are they officially like divorced or they're just separated? They're like, separated. What are, what, what they're are not they divorced doing? yet. So at the reunion, she said that they have the divorce papers. She hasn't actually filed them yet, but they have are they are separated. Neither of them are interested in being in a relationship together. It seems like Joe still kind of wants to be with her, but she's definitely moved on. Um, and there have been rumors for years about her having or seeing other guys, but she has the divorce papers ready to sign. And her brother wants Joe and Melissa, like want her to, to file them and have him sign so that before he decides he wants to ask her for spousal support. So they're oh, really he's asking her for spousal support? Uh, spousal support, um, alimony. She, they think that he's going to eventually ask her because she is the breadwinner currently. They do have a the prenup. They have a prenup, so... They, but they think that he's probably going to ask her for some money because now he's in Italy and now he's like... Well, the prenup, I could guarantee you, would be the opposite way, what Joe made. Because at the time, she wasn't working. Right. So the prenup would probably protect Joe more than it would protect Protect Teresa. Protect her, yeah. Because Teresa didn't start making an income. What? No, you're right. It would protect Joe. Right, it would protect Joe. Uh, Yeah, I mean, am I surprised? No. I, I would say no. It would not be surprising, but uh, I mean, I, I just did an interview on that too, and I I didn't know where they were exactly in the, the whole thing. I knew that he was getting deported. I mean, that's a tough that's a tough call. I mean, he's deported. You know, they can't. He's not around. He's physically not around. Would you? How do you? Would think- I do that to my husband? Yeah. No. <laughs> I would. I. You're. You're. I'm with my husband through thick and thin. There's no possible way. I would, I love my husband too much and my husband's been there for me when I'm bald, when I've, you know, looked good, when I've not looked good, you know, so no, I would never do that. Would you see yourself actually moving to Italy? Cause that's, that was kind of one of her options was she was either going to relocate her family to Italy or just keep them, you know, stay in Jersey and have him live in Italy. Uh, I would have, I personally would have moved 100%, but Here's the deal, though. I mean, you, I can't judge 
her situation based on what I would do, my wants and needs, because she's now, she's got a career. She's, you know, working, you know, on the show and her girls are in school. And how can, it's very difficult. It's not just her. It's, it's her, it's her life and four girls, you know? So it might not, it, you can't just pick up and go, Yeah, you know, it's very difficult. It sucks. The whole thing just sucks. You know, what, yeah. what do you think? I mean, I'm not surprised that she left him. I think when you go through the issues legally and just personally within their marriage and then to be apart for four years, like, you know, she had to, and for her to now be the breadwinner when marrying him, she really thought he was going to be the one to take care of her. I think it's rough. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I think he blames her for a lot of what happened to them just because she brought them on the show. I'm going to Right. And I know he didn't want to. That was not the lifestyle that he wanted. And it put a lot of pressure on him to make more money and to spend more money and, and live that lifestyle that at the time they shouldn't have been living. You know? So we did a I poll. I see that. I we did see a that poll on our Instagram to see whether or not um, if people had the option. Cause I think of the three housewives that people disliked the most, it was you, Siggy Flicker and Danielle Staub and Danielle has come back. Have you ever met Danielle? Uh, not in person now. So we, uh, we put, we had you and Siggy as the two options. So if people could bring one back, they got to vote and about no. 10, 11% of them actually voted for you, Amber, that they would actually like to see you back on the show. <laughs> And you were like, I always lose these things. I always lose these things. Like, there has not been one poll out there that I've ever won. Like, they, listen, I don't, I don't even know if it was my time on the show or all the stories that came thereafter, you know, (laughs) that has hurt me. And, uh, you know, I I think once you're the villain, there's possible, there's really not much that can reverse that, you know, it's very difficult. I don't know. It, it really is. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Why do you think people, I was, you know, I, why I will, do you think people hated me so much? I will say, I don't think you got a fair shot. And I, because I mean, I've been watching so many of these different housewife shows for so many years that you can't base people off of one season. Like you really have to give them a second okay. season to get. Cause like with me, one of the cast members on the show currently is uh, Margaret Josephs. And I did not like her the first season, but after her first season, we got to see a different side of her. And then you get to see a little bit more than just the two dimensional yeah. edit that we get as, as viewers. Um, and I think right. you deserved a fit. Like people didn't like Siggy and she was on for like two or three seasons where people didn't like you and you were just the villain of the one season that you were on. So I think had you been brought back for another season, Jim probably would have gotten you into a lot more hot water, but I think had you come yeah. back for another season, I actually think we would have maybe had a different opinion. I would have been more relaxed too. I think I would have known you what have been, the deal was. Yeah. Would, you would have known smarter, what to expect. A little bit smarter. Yeah, I really do. I mean, I definitely was so ignorant going in that I really hurt myself. You know, uh, I should have done my homework more. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. Listen, I I truly believe everything happens for a reason. You know, I did this show. A lot of good came out of it. I did a lot of speaking engagements. And I did marriage boot camp. That was easy breezy, you know, two weeks in in L.A. (laughs) Like, you can't go wrong. Um, it is so, you know, a lot of good things, but, and then now I'm, I'm, I'm working with, uh, an amazing director right now. 
uh, for a short film, hopefully a series. Um, that's coming out soon. I'm writing my own script right now for a series. So it's I'm kind of going back to where I started um, and, you know, staring away from, um, you know, the reality TV thing, the whole world. Uh, and uh, I, honestly, though, too, I think Jim, I think if I were if I went on by myself, I always said that I think I would have probably had an easier time. Jim, Jim, Jim was protecting me. I have to tell you that, like the, the, the viewers didn't realize how much Jim was shielding me from so much that was hurting me. Yeah. He truly was taking so much of the brunt that was originally directed towards me at me. And I was going to get even more hammered than I was. And he said he wasn't good. He didn't want that to happen. So he, he actually took a lot of the brunt uh, and it came off as something completely different. Um, but uh, he really did as, as a husband, he did everything that he felt he had to, uh, to protect me, to protect his livelihood, his business. Um, and, uh, you know, we, you have to understand during that time of the housewives, we found, we found out, we, we knew that she was having troubles with um, mortgage fraud and, um, but we didn't, at the time when we were tasked, we didn't know too much because it wasn't out yet. So we didn't know until we were actually on the show who was prosecuting her. Because again, we didn't know. We had no right. clue at the time. And Jim was working with, um, he was, um, he was, a was that called, uh, um, uh, I'm like having such, I, I swear this quarantine is making me dumber than ever. I can't, <laughs> I lose my words so much. Um, he was an expert expert witness okay. for magic, uh, for mortgage, um, back security. And he actually said to production, he's like, I don't think it would be in the best interest for Teresa and family that I am around her. Right. Not for any other reason. It was God forbid if they're around together and they say something about their case and now he's a witness to it, he'll have to be brought in. He was just like, as an, he's a, he's a, he's trained as an attorney. So his mind was like, I just think it's best for me to stay away from that family. I don't want to screw anything up. I don't want to be involved. But production took that, flipped it around and made it seem like he thought who he was, who the fuck who he was. He was like, I'm, ooh, I'm look at me. I'm Jim. I'm big, you know, right, right, right. and turned it around and made him look like this, like jerk off that, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't go around them because he thinks he's so much better than everyone else. And that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case at all he literally he told them he's like i don't think it's just it's in their best interest because it's the same process he's working with the same prosecutors in the same building he's like it just doesn't make sense for yeah. me to be around them right now let her get through this thing let her get through this trial and then and when it, this is all over then i could be around them but that and for now i think this is best and they took, they just took that and ran with it. Yeah, they made it look like he had a big ego and that he, you know, was trying to swing his shot. Correct. Exactly. And like, kind of like take a person when they're down. And yeah. that, that wasn't like that. It wasn't, that wasn't the case on any level. So it's, it was a crazy seat. Listen, yeah. I, like I said, I, I don't regret doing it. I <clears throat> kind of wish I had one more season, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that I didn't, you know, because 
it's no no harm, no foul. It's over. We're done. You know, my my husband didn't lose his job. You know, he still has a beautiful life. My kids, and honestly, I wouldn't want my kids to be raised in that environment yeah. and seeing me like that. My kids have a totally different. My mom. My, it's funny. My Jim would say to me, he goes, he says, I've never. You were more miserable on that show than you've ever been your entire have I known you my whole whole time. I mean, that says a lot because you've been through a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and we get to see, like, I think there's a love-hate relationship with Teresa's story because we love that we get an inside look into her life. We get to see her kids. We've gotten to, we've gotten to watch them grow up. But then I think there's also this, like, hard part of, like, watching the kids at such a young age have these meltdowns about their father and their mother going to prison and to, you know, it just feels like a little bit of an exploit to have to, you know, see them in that environment as such young kids. 100%. It's not a healthy environment to go through this. It's a very, it's publicly humiliating, to be honest with you. And yeah. uh, if anything, it, it, they should have been shielded. Uh, I know I wouldn't, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm very happy that my, my children are, are not living in that life, in that world, that whole life. Even like the idea of, it's, um, you raise a different child when, when they're constantly on TV and, you know, you're making like these little ids thinking that that's, that's the end all be all. And that's not life. It's yeah. not life. It's not the, not the reason for life. It's not the importance of life. And, uh, I don't even know if those kids know how to live a normal life. I mean, like, it'll be when the cameras are down, how's that going to end up for those kids? It'll be interesting to see where they are in 10 years when the show is done and, you know, they have to move on with their lives. All of them, Teresa included. I don't know how she's going to do without, you know, reality TV. I, it's a, let me tell you, after one year, very difficult to get back to normal. It probably took me two years to settle out and become normal. Meaning, like, if someone looked at me the wrong way, I wasn't about to, like, chop their heads off or feeling like I had to be argumentative about everything because I needed to have good ratings. You know, I need to be, you know, uh, you know, I need to claim my position on a show, you know, things like that, you know, and it's and, not always about me. Yeah. You know? And, and you were only that on for one season. For one season. Can you imagine if you had been on since you were a little kid for yeah. 10? <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough, man. I don't yeah. think, I don't, no way. I am, listen, I, I count my blessings. I feel like, it is what it is. This is God's path for me and my children, yeah. for sure. So last season, you guys did make a couple of headlines. Um, your stepson, James, he kind of came out and, and made some accusations. I just wanted to see how yeah. you guys are doing with him. Has there been any mending since last summer? Because originally, I believe he said that you um, were not paying for his college because he came out as gay. And so I just wanted to know if there's been any updates since we've heard from you guys on that one. Well, updates in the sense of, um, uh, I can't, well, there, there was a trial and so I can't really get into too much of it. Uh, I can say though, that, um, Michael did not get what he wanted and, uh, and it was had nothing to do with him being gay. And the GoFundMe page was not hand was not, um, it really hurt him in this case. The judge didn't didn't look at it very nicely at all, because 
it hurt our family. It was a complete lie. It was not, it, there wasn't the story on any level. And he knew that he knew, he knew that 100%. So, um, it's unfortunately we have no relationship with him. Uh, none. They don't want to have a relationship with us. They don't, uh, they don't even try. So wow. it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's very sad. It's very, very sad. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And I hope that there is some sort of healing or mending for your family moving forward. And hopefully there's a, a silver lining at the end of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. But thank you. Amber. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for calling thank in you. and spilling the tea with me on all things Jersey. Anything else you want to <laughs> clarify or clear up about your time on reality TV or any of the, the trolls that come at you, you want to clarify for us? No, I think I, I think we got it covered. Um, you know, I uh, if I, you know what I wish, if people have an opinion, like they can always contact me on on Instagram or Twitter and ask me a question. They're like, hey, I didn't like how you were in this scene. Can you explain that to me? And I can maybe give them a little bit. And versus being so rude and mean and nasty towards me, you know? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. People no, honey, love- hold on. I think people love to um, just spew when they're feeling icky inside. They just like to spew that same sort of hatred outward. And it has no reflection on the actual people that they're, you know, trolling. Oh, that's a good. That's good. I like that. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Well, thank you, Amber. I really appreciate you calling in and chatting with me. You got it. Hey, good luck um, getting through this quarantine. And, uh... Enjoy your cocktails. Thank you. I will definitely be sending you some recipes to keep you sane throughout the quarantine. And healthy. I like that. The whole, you know, vitamin C thing. Yes, I love it. All right. Thanks, Amber. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach to keep up with all the latest going on in my quarantine life. Don't forget to follow at No Filter with Zach for the latest show news. And we have we always have like really fun housewives and reality TV polls and games that we do on our stories. So be sure to follow us and really funny Bravo memes. So go check those out. Listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast platforms. Fridays, and as long as we're under quarantine. I, I may need to go back to Mondays and Wednesdays soon because this is so much content, but I love sharing it with you guys. Thank you, Amber Marchese. Again, follow me at Just Plain Zach and No Filter with Zach. And until next time, guys, I'm probably going to go binge me some old Real Housewives in New Jersey now that I'm feeling super inspired. All right, I'll talk to you later. Happy quarantine. Bye.